everybody and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast for our weekly results show. Um, joined again by Potty Salvage and we'll be looking back at a full weekend action. Um, like we discussed on Thursday, this was such a big weekend and such a big week for the senior clubs heading into the championship and um, coming up this week we'll be discussing all the championship games of course as they come. Um, but we'll just look at look back at the weekend's games and Potty starting at junior level I suppose the one we picked out um, as the game of the week was Dianus and Dorsey and it didn't really turn out like that um, it was tight at the start Dorsey got a goal at the very start they were ahead before Dianus got their own goal and then just sort of run away with Dianus are obviously in good form but this, uh, the margin would have surprised you oh, definitely now look you, you know you would you'd expect that to be a tight game with the two teams uh, going you know Seemingly going reasonably well. To, um, Dorset won the first game. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely wasn't expecting uh, there to be as much in a fifteen points or whatever it was in the in the game three fourteen to one five. And uh, well, actually, we, we, we talked on Thursday night, Sean, about the you know the hurling clubs and how difficult it must be for them. But but, but very new, sir. Obviously, fine. That not sure exactly how many they would have across both squads. Um, but they're, you know, they're obviously doing a brilliant job to be the three out of three at the um, in the football to keeping the hurling going as well. So um, yeah, it's obviously something that can't be done. Um, but yeah, very very noticeable result. And then I suppose the other was um, two teams, sort of St Michael's and, and Mullabrack, and as we were, as we were suspecting, it was a good competitive game. Um, and uh, Mullabrack ran them close, but uh, Newtown just got um, got the better better of the results last there. Um, for them to pick up the first one of the season in a busy week uh, with a, a tight game against Claddy and um, the wrong side of a two point defeat and then they got another got the same scoreline on Friday night they got another 12 points but it was enough this time Yeah on Derry News I mean um, their hurling panel and their football panel would be made up of mostly the same players 90% the same players I would say um, so yeah they're motoring well and another team up at that top end of the table is Balik and obviously they had a huge win on Friday night they won 6-10 to 1-7 against Corinthco um, so we keep saying, we keep saying Potty that um, them bigger teams in the junior division they're all um, up around that top the top of the table and it's really it's going to make for an exciting championship um, just as we've said on Mullabrack they seem to have been closing the gap I know that uh, they shifted a big loss till Muller or sorry till um Arog in round two, but within two points in Newtown, and they got within four the first day out against Corinthians. So they seem to be closing that gap, and hopefully it's only a matter of time before they pick up a win this year. Um, at some stage, we'll look at the intermediate B, um, league party, and we're just talking about Dianus and their hurling and all, and we obviously touched on that in the preview show when we were talking about Middletown, and they picked up such an impressive win the other night on Friday night. Um, beating Portmore one seventeen to one seven. Yeah, that's a great win. You know, ten, ten points in any game. Um, to be you know, they'll be absolutely delighted. It was our, the first one of the seasons. So was a really, really important one. Really noticeable result. And they obviously the same as Darius would have similar players on both squads playing both codes. Um, so that was a huge win, and it obviously lifts them off the bottom of the table. And still down at the bottom of the table is. College Land, who are just seem to be finding the jump from junior to intermediate um, a bit difficult. 
they played Clonmore on Friday night and Clonmore were obviously successful um, winning one twelve to not 9 and our game of the week party was in Division 2B was Katie and Kier Kruppen and by all accounts Kier Kruppen dominated this um, two goals in the first half uh, sort of kept Katie at arm's, arm's length and um, another one Tiernan Kelly got two goals for Kruppen so that was a big win for them and it knocks Katie off the top spot yeah, I mean, look at you know, Croppen, they've had a difficult couple of years there. Um, you know, but they're you know they, they definitely seem to be on the on the way back up. So you know, they're they, they look like their team is going to be challenging for promotion just up at the up towards the top of that division. Um, certainly, a team with a really good start like that, you'd expect to be in the top four. Yeah, and Clonmore obviously sitting top after three games. They've they're the only team in the division to pick up uh, maximum points. With six points in Kirkup and just behind them on five, and in Division Two A, Paddy, um, St Paul's they come back from they were losing at half time away to Tiernanog, so they turned it round in the second half, um, to win, which is pretty imp- impressive. But I suppose we're going to talk about Colville. Um, they're they're a team that we did touch on at the start of the year, that you know coming down to senior level, they'd be looking to bounce straight back up, and it's just it hasn't worked out like that for them. Um, they were winning by a point at half time at home to Shane O'Neill's and ended up getting beat by six. Now I know both teams that a man put off in the first half. Um, I think both players got a double yellow card, but it's just tough for Colville Paddy there, as you mentioned um on our show last week. It's tough with three three losses and you're sort of looking at a double relegation now. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely the challenge that they're in. Um. You know, so the, the they haven't been able to pick up a win yet. Um, you know, they're they're just obviously in a difficult period. Um, you know, it's it's not nice when you you, you know when, when you know you, 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 the momentum that you have is heading in the wrong direction. Um, it's not nice for any club, and you know, I'm sure all you know the vast majority of our of our clubs have been there at various times um, in the in, in the past, and it's just maybe something that they need to try and. Working very hard on it, I'm sure, but they're you know maybe just need a bit of luck to get a result somewhere that they're maybe not expected, or you know just a bounce of a ball to go a particular way um, or whatever. But yeah, no, it's it, it's not a nice um, it's not a nice ex- experience when you sort of go into a year um, you know hoping that you'll be challenging for promotion and instead you're at the you're at the opposite end of the uh, the table. But you know there's a lot to ponder there. Sort of losing the game at home like that, you know, and I mean, actually, in the second half, certainly if you win the game at half time at home, you don't expect to get beat by six. I suppose it's worth touching on, Paddy. Um, we're maybe putting so much emphasis on these first three or four games because it's leading into the championship, but there is um, seven games left in that intermediate league. So, um, although Colville are sitting bottom, there's still plenty of them time for them to push back and. You know, one win could turn their season of Sarsfield, the first round of the championship. And, you know, if they were to win a game like that, suddenly the season's flipped on its head and um, you don't know where it could lead to. Certainly for the likes of Colleville, they could spring a surprise at some stage and they've plenty of time to get back uh, in, in the, yeah. into that league. Yeah, I mean, though, I'm funny, I'm just looking at their league fixtures there and they've got, they've got two away games. Um now in a row they're, they're totally sad away and then after the break of the championship they've clans away so you know that's going to be a real challenge and you know, they, they probably need to pick up a win there you know because they won't want to be getting you know, if, you, if you, you know, you've no wins in your first four or five games it, 
not sure exactly what's obviously we're still waiting the CCC and what's going to happen with that first game that they played. Um, obviously, I'd say the chances are they may not get any um, points out of that one. So, um, a couple of tr- tricky away games and it's a difficult situation to be in. But look, maybe it's a, maybe there's a sort of team there that will get a win or two in the championship. It'll transform their season. You know, it just just needs something to go right somewhere along the line uh, for them. A look of the table for the intermediate, or sorry, for the senior and B section, Potty. You could sort of say the same thing about Donald Moore. They've quite impressively been in the senior championship and the senior league now for um, six or seven years after skipping the intermediate division um, with their restructures the year they won the junior championship. Um, they're currently three games and three losses. They shipped a heavy defeat on Friday evening to Ronan Clark Silverbridge, um, getting beat 119 to 0-8. They're maybe the same as Colville. They meet Mullabon in the first round of the championship, and you know if you could get a win there, suddenly your season's maybe turned on its head, and they could push on, and as they would be hoping, stay in the senior championship for another year at least. Yeah, look, it's going to be difficult for Anikmore. I'm sure the you know they know that. Um, you know they're they're missing just over there. They're, they're a small club that performed absolute wonders to be in senior football for as long as they have been. Um, I'm not sure exactly, but it's been seven or eight years. Maybe they've been a senior um, team, certainly six or seven. Anyway, um, you know they're they're missing. You know, I've been to a fair few games of theirs over the years, and you always had you know there was that threat of um, Oshin and Kieran McGee were, um, and I don't think they have either of those players at the minute, and it's just going to be really difficult for them. But as you say, the you know the Glen Mullaban, um, you know Mullaban won from three as well. Um, They'll see that as a you know, that's a real opportunity for them. You know they'll they'll see that you know if they could win a, a game in the senior championship. Yeah, you know absolutely. Um, but you know I'm sure they're they're glad that they're not playing you know say the likes of a, a cross the Glen or a or a Mahari. Um, but you know they've got that chance to maybe ignite their season a wee bit with the you know with the with the, the championship now next um, uh, next uh, weekend. Yeah, it's fair enough to say that if at the minute if the draw was taking place, if Ankmore could pick one team to play in the first round, it would definitely be Mullabon. So that's they're equally matched. Mullabon did get their first win on Friday night. They beat St Peter's and we sported we talked about the Grange and um, Paddy going to Lurgan and beating St Peter's in their home ground. And Mullabon achieved the same feat on Friday night. It's it's a pretty impressive result for a team that maybe wasn't really going well. Definitely, I mean, as it was said on Thursday night, you know, it is, it is genuinely difficult um, to go up to uh, on a Friday evening. You know, it's a long, that's a long trip up from Mullaban to from Mullaban to Lurgan. So yeah, that's that, that's a really really impressive result to come away with the points, and I'm sure they'll be you know they'll be delighted with that. And maybe the likes of Mullaban are just find the right, the form at the right time of the year and uh, leading into the championship, obviously. And another team that maybe finding a bit of form is Madden. They had an impressive win over Clanern. Similar to Mullabon, had to go to Lurgan on Friday evening. And to come away with a seven point win, Paddy, in Clanern is pretty impressive, you'd have to say. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely, you know, Clanern are having a, a difficult enough start to the season now, actually. Um, you know, you a team that gets expected to have been uh, one of the favourites for, for promotion. Yeah, no, that's uh, any time you get a win away from home, you're all delighted, especially to go up and do it by you know by six points. 
and there's a couple of young boys um that got the goals the same like um they're maybe fine not blend of youth and experience they still have the likes of the Grimleys and that um so they'll be they'll be full of confidence heading into the championship next week securing a uh win like that and obviously in our um preview podcast later in the week potty will go into the championship more in depth but clan Earn, i mean we're speaking about this clan Earn side and i know on friday night barry mccambridge didn't play and john mcgee and a couple of younger boys but you would expect them to still have enough to at least put a fight up against Madden and it was the same with the Grange and the Grange beat them by five the first day out so this Clan Iron team as we've said before we're waiting on it to come and waiting for these young boys to come but it just doesn't seem like they're, they're motoring well whatever whatever the case is. Yeah, no, they just, you've you, you summed it up perfectly there you know they're a team that I don't think anybody really expect them to drop out of the division Um two or three years ago and certainly would have thought they'll be you know, they'll be back up to, to senior A pretty quickly. Um and it just it just hasn't happened for them yet. Um so I think they've maybe made one championship quarter final. I don't think they've been as far as a semi final um in their in their time in senior over the last few years. So yeah, massive potential but um you know the, the, there's one thing happened, you know, potential on paper and it's another sort of getting the results and getting that consistency at senior level and um, that'll be what Clan Aaron will be striving for now um, for the rest of the season and beyond. And Paddy, um, as we discussed last week, the game of the week in this section was an easy one to pick out. Um, Cully Hanna hosted the Grange on Friday night. Um, the two informed teams in the county, neither team with a loss and both picks, picked up maximum points from the first two games and... Maybe that was an indicator of how close the game was going to be and an indicator of what the result was going to be. Um, a draw and I know you you were at this game and Cully Hanna had built up a bit of a lead but then let it slip Grange get back into it. Yeah, it was a funny sort of a game. I mean, Cully Hanna started really, really impressively. Um, Aidan Conlon was doing well. Um, Aidan Nugent was playing extremely well. Van Macken got a point. Um, they were 7-2 up. Uh, then Grange, uh, the, the Grange worked their way back into it. Um, you know, I think there was only those three in it at, at half time, seven points to four. Um, I mean, you know, Colliana had definitely been the better team. Technically, the first fifteen minutes, uh, Colliana got the first five points of the game, and then uh, you know, Grange were working their way back into it undoubtedly. Um, and then Colliana hit them with uh, two goals, sort of in the in the in the, in the third quarter. And they were eight up, and just from there, Grange began to take over. You know, Colleyan had suffered a an injury to Dayton Nugent, who'd been in brilliant form. He was taken off. He had to be taken off, unfortunately, just before half time. Um, Grange also had dropped a serious enough injury to Justin Kieran, and look, we all wish him the the, the very best with um, recovering and getting back onto the the pitch. It's not nice to see that. Um, so that maybe sort of took a bit of the life out of the you know, game a wee bit. Um. But look, Grange finished really, really strongly. Um, Sean, you know, they, they actually kicked nine points in a row, going from eight down to the one up, and Collyhanna to Cale and Reavy, um snatched a, a, a late point for some pats um, after good work by Mal Mackin just to, to rescue a draw. Um, there was some outstanding score taken. You know, great, you know, Grange were you know, a, lot of, a lot of shots over the course of the hour, and probably one of the highlights was there was a it's a very, very beautiful sideline ball, and I'll, I'll not go into um, not go into that 
about the the perils of uh, clubs providing their own linesmen uh, came to came to pass on uh, on Friday evening. But anyway, Graham, Graham, you know, Graham's actually kicked over the sideline, unbelievably um, from you know the twenty metres, absolutely outstanding point, um, absolutely brilliant. That equal then they got a they got the one to go ahead, and they probably thought they were going to go on to win. I think probably everybody thought that they would go on to win, but you know, Cully Hannah just dug in there. Showed a better resolve. Uh, things hadn't been going against them, and, and got that. Or sorry, things hadn't gone for them at all, and just got that point. Um, just got that point to level the game and mean that both teams going unbeaten. Um, so look, you know, I suppose the, the, the injuries were a bit of a, you know, maybe the story of the game to a certain extent. Um, but you know, we we'll hope that the both players will be back as soon as um, as soon as possible. Um, and you know, there might still be um, some. Championship we played for at least some of them, and uh, exciting game of football, you know. And certainly got the got the got the blood pressure um, uh, up and pumping anyway. Um, it was just you know, a game that was supposed to be a few times over the last couple of weeks, Sean. But you know, the nights like last night, you're at a game and and, and you realise how much you know, how much you missed it over the past uh, you know over the past three or four months. But uh, yeah, look, exciting game of football. Um, Everybody who was there, I'm sure, you know, enjoyed it or got a you know got a good buzz out of watching it. Um, you know, a game that both sides would have been glad to rescue a point in ways, and both sides would have been disappointed that they didn't win because um, look, any from Cullion perspective, any game you get points off and you don't win, you want to be disappointed after it. Um, but as I say, Grange were absolutely certain to go on and win the game. Uh, they all go back to nine points in a row, went one up, and uh, then. Uh, some parts managed to nick back and uh, and then just secure the draw. So yeah, look, <clears throat> exciting game, and uh, you know played at a good intensity, which um, I suppose the teams will look to take into uh, you know the difficult um, championship challenges that they have next week uh, against teams from the from the division above. Yeah, and I suppose the Greens um, coming from eight points down to go a point ahead—that's an incredible turnaround, um, and coming off the field. Grange, they might have felt that it, they let it slip, but certainly it, it sounds like a win in their book. I know both teams picked up a, a point each, but coming from eight points down, away from home, till an experienced senior team in Collyhanna, that sounds like a massive turnaround for the Grange. And as you mentioned, Ruiz, the two boys that picked up injuries last night, all the best in their recovery. Um, and in Division 1A, there was a injury to the game I was at, Pierre Shogues and Bally McNabb. And Ando Duffy limped off with what seemed like an ankle injury. And again, we wish him all the best in recovery. And they they meet Cullihanna next week, Potty. And they'd have been come off the field disappointed on Friday night um, against Bally McNabb. They held a 6-4 lead at half-time on controlled possession. They were dominating um, for large spells of the first half. And... A few decisions, maybe wayward shooting, and um, just changed their team formation slightly. Um, Pierre, uh, Paul Duffy was playing superb stuff in full forward, and they seemed to bring him out in the second half. Um, and same with Connor Clark. So maybe a wee bit of mixing in their team selection, and obviously wayward shooting sort of let them down. But it was a big win for Bally McNabb. I mean, coming off that 23 point win against Cross McGlend. Big things are expected, and I suppose it was all about putting two wins back to back. There was maybe a bit of pressure on their shoulders and stuff, and going into facing Oog's team that um, 
we we know we're going well under Shane McConville. Shane McConville was them well coached. Uh, they're very fit, very fit and fast. And it was a difficult enough game for Bally McNabb, but they would be delighted to come out with a two-point victory. And going into the championship next week um, with two wins under their belt from three games, I mean, it's very important for momentum to be carrying it into the first round. And the Oaks and Alejandro, although they will feel like it was one that got away, they'll be very disappointed they didn't get something from the game. I'd say they'd be happy with their performance. I mean, for long spells, they dominated the game. Um, and they're, they're a real threat in this championship, I would imagine. And if results go right next week, um, Bally McNabb and the Oaks could be meeting in the quarterfinal. I know you don't like hearing that, Paddy, as a Cully Hanuman. You might have something to say about it. But the Oaks, we're, they're a bit like the Grange in 1B. We've been sort of talking them up the last couple of weeks. And it was good to get finally seeing them and seeing them in the flesh. And... The one thing I would say about them is they're very fit and they're very organised and I suppose you're going to expect that from a Shane McConville team. Uh, yeah, well, look, in terms of the championship, look, both those teams are going to win warmest favourites because they're, you know, as I said a couple of times, they're in 1A for a reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, from, from Barry McNabb's perspective, uh, I suppose the, but the one they wanted to be going into the championship was sort of feeling that uh, they played three games and, yeah, they'd given the you know, they're beaten cross by, by 23 points, but they lost the other two, you know, so they'll have been, they'll have been very wary of that, you know, the, 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 you know, the good performance against Cross McLean. Um, you, know, you only get the full benefit of it if you, if you, if you follow it up the next week, um, which they have. Um, and, you know, look, you're, you're not going to score seven goals every um, every week, and I'm sure nobody in Ballymac now was expecting. Um, it was always going to be a much tighter game, and, uh, yeah, they'll be, they'll be delighted to have got the, Right side I suppose something on the Oaks. They started fairly defensively. Um, obviously, with the threat of Jack Rugan, um, they had planned all week to play defensive. Jack didn't start due to an injury, so maybe the Oaks felt they could open up a wee bit more. And when the part, they really pushed up and they attacked Bally McNabb. And you know, they really took the game to Bally McNabb and they made the game their own. And it was it was good to see because. You were sort of expecting on in our preview last week and um, we were sort of expecting them to close down and play a mass defence um, around the bottom knob forward line. But it was brave of them and as I say, McConville is obviously very astute manager. He can change tactics uh, mid-game and it was just an interesting note. And maybe Cully Hanna going in next week uh, with Aidan Nugent's injury up in the air. It'll be interesting to see what way Pierce Oak set up and what way they play against Cullihanna. Um But moving on, Potty, and I mean, we're looking at Drum and Tee here. Um, every week you're nearly expecting them to be beat because can't, it can't get much better for them. But three wins from three, two wins against Bally McNabb and Mahari, two of the big big teams in the division, and then beating Clevey there on Friday night. They're going very, very well a week out from the Championship. Oh, they'll be absolutely delighted, Sean. Um, you know, yeah, I think it'd been sort of beyond our almost beyond our wildest dreams. Like there's no way that you would have um, predicted before the you know, before the league started that if there's you know, just one team with maximum points, who'll it be? Um, I just would not have expected it to be Drummond T. And, and to be honest, uh, you know, two of the top three, um, uh, two of the top three places in the in the division are filled by in the two unbeaten teams are Brian Moore and Drummond T. And, just wouldn't have expected it's really fair play to them um, it's uh, you know it's great it's absolutely brilliant for them um, 
Dingle did really well last year to stay up. Um, there was a real battle uh, sort of between sort of Cully Hanna, Silverbridge and Drummond T to try and stay up last year. Um, and Drummond T and Drummond T and Silverbridge just... Um, oh, sorry, Drummond, Drummond T were the, were the winners. They were the team that managed to, um, managed to stay in the division. And they'll be absolutely delighted that they have now. Um, and they've got a, look, a very tough game in the in the championship, no doubt about it. Um, they're playing, they're playing Barry, but they must be just absolutely delighted uh, at the at the confidence they're bringing into that game. Um, look, it's hard to say, you know. Pre-season, I would have definitely, you know, I'd have been thinking that look, Matt Mahari will be the uh, warmest favourites in that game. But it's hard to say. There's much more than a 50-50 match just at the minute. Um, yeah, it seems like God at the minute, definitely, Potty, and of course we'll talk about that more um, closer to the time and recent history um, between the two teams in the championship, I suppose, would tell us that Mahari are the favourites, but on current form, I mean, it's it's 11 playing field at the minute and um, all, the, all the championship games seem to be fairly even at the minute, um, and you just were touched on Mahari there and they experienced another loss against um Graham Moore and Graham Moore I didn't see it but but going by reports were full value for their victory and just to notice the tweet by Niall McCoy during the week um or after Friday night sorry and it was Graham Moore have won five of the last seven games by one point it's a good sign in a team when you're coming through tight games and you're you're edging the victory yeah I saw that as well that's that's remarkable um you know, so it just goes to show that they're, yeah, that they've got a great belief, great resolve. Um, we saw that uh, they got the goal in the last minute in the first game against Harps, uh, going really, really well. Fair play to them. Um, again, another team that you know spent a year or two down, uh, um, in one, uh, in one B, and uh, have rebuilt and have come back up, and they're much the stronger for it. Um, so. Yeah, no, look, fair play to them. Uh, brilliant, you know, another brilliant result there last night. Um, and, you know, Mahari had to beat Cross in that first game. You'd expect, I'd have expected them to be probably top of the division at this stage, but they're they're actually um, they're actually down that bottom half. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, pre-league, uh, Sean, if you'd have said, you look, who are going to be the top four, they'll be fighting out to win the league at the end, um, you know, after the split. You know, probably said Bally McNabb, Mahari, Cross and, and Harps. They tended to be the strongest teams in the division. And there's only one of those are in the top four as it stands. And indeed, Graham Moore and, and Cleavy still have another game to play. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, maybe that was to be expected. It was a bit of a topsy-turvy season and things, you know, championship in the middle of the league and uh, we were off for all those months. But, yeah, definitely not, certainly in senior A, not torn out as we expected. Yeah, it's been a great start to the league, a great unexpected start nearly. Um, and Murray, as you mentioned, after beating Cross in that first round, um, we'd expected them to be at the top. But two away win, their two away losses, sorry, till Oaks and Green Moore, Murray would have been favourites for both of those games. And um, I know that there are a few injury problems and in that, but every team seems to have at the minute. They're just struggling for form, maybe heading into the championship, and that'll obviously. Drummond Hill be licking their lips at that and hoping that they can turn over Mahari in the first round. But uh, one game we haven't mentioned, Paddy, and it's one that we predicted we predicted the outcome that the Harps were going to fa- face an almighty backlash from Cross McLean, and that's the way it turned out on Friday night. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, 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 it
Yeah, I mean, it was sort of set up for that, wasn't it? You know, Cross were at home, they, they were very much the wounded animal, um, and they've, you know, they've gone to won that game with 13 points. Um, you know, look, those, those 13 points were very important, actually, because, you know, um, in terms of in the top four, we're going on to win the league. Um, you know, the, the points definitely can come, come into it, you know, and Cross are, have a bit of a battle on their hands now to try and um, get rid of the uh, the impact of that Brian McNabb defeat, but... Yeah, look, that was that was, was predictable enough. You know, Cross a big squad. Um, they're obviously a very proud club, um, and you know, the, it was just the result that you probably did see coming. But it, it puts puts Hearts in an awkward awkward out position now um, because you know they're a week out from championship um, game. Okay, they're playing some Peters team that probably aren't going. We talked about aren't going just as well as you. As they would like either, but um, you certainly, you know, we talked about it right from the start of the league. You do not want to be going into the championship with three defeats, and uh, that's that's the position that the, the, that Armagh Hearts find themselves in. Um, and you know, like a team that was the, the county champions not so long ago, um, it was only three seasons ago. It's uh, you know they're the, 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 I mean, even when they go very well in the championship, there was lots of years where they you know the. They would lose a run of games and just about stay up, but uh, yeah, just definitely not what they would want. Um, and uh, yeah, you'd expect that you know Cross will you know, build on this and uh, you know probably go on to um, have a have another really really strong season. Yeah, and the Harps, same as many teams, um, struggling with injuries just, but you would imagine that they've enough experience and enough quality in their ranks that they'll still be in the latter end of the championship. And it's been a tough start for Damien Jordan. This is his first year in the Bonister bib for the Harps. And if there was a game that they didn't want in round three after losing two in a row, it was definitely Cross McGlend and a Cross McGlend team that were out to prove a point. Um, and I suppose just... Final question, Paddy. The next time I'll be talking to you, we'll be looking forward to the first round of the championship and the sort of year we had. I suppose we didn't think we were ever going to get to this point. How for, how are you looking forward to the championship? And if league results are anything, it it's certainly a, a well evened out championship. And you'd expect the the favourites to maybe come through, but there's a lot of games that are going to be tightly contested. Okay, look, everybody's really looking forward to it. Um... You know, there's probably going to be some headaches, to be honest, over the next week for the administrators, just in terms of tickets and that. You know, but with the we're not just as tight as um, the, the, the down in the south, but um, you know, four hundred. There's going to be a lot of people looking to go to these games. You know, if you think you've maybe some clubs the senior panels of over thirty. You know, say if you take if a club is two hundred tickets, uh, Sean. You know, that means if you take even just that, um, you know, maybe that. Uh, uh, you know, if every player took say their, their, their two parents and one other person, that's a lot of tickets in and of itself. And then you have supporters. You have, so yeah, there's going to be probably a few headaches, particularly in the, on the administrative side over the next week or so. But yeah, look, can't wait um, to get the you know to, to get the games going. Um, you know, two Friday, three Saturday, three Sunday, huge amount of football to go to, um, and it's it's just brilliant. Um, and you know, look, everybody's. Just delighted to be delighted to be back with a knockout championship. Everything's going to be on the line, and uh, yeah, look, just, just just delighted that we've got to this point. Sure. Yeah, fingers crossed, Paddy, that um, there's more supporters allowed in. I suppose um, this time last week or two weeks ago, maybe we were just delighted that some supporters were allowed in. 
maybe want more in, but that's always going to be the case. And we'll be keeping you all up to date with whatever's happening with tickets and stuff, um, and any news that's coming out of Armagh and of, out of um, Northern Ireland for more crowds being allowed in to see sporting events. And make sure to follow us on social media, um, the Sideline Eye on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all up to date stuff regarding Armagh Championship football and league football. Uh, so thanks very much, Paddy. I'll get talking to you later in the week and we look forward to a busy weekend of championship action. Thanks, Sean. Slips inside.